Yes. Our next guest had a great uh, college career at Dartmouth, a Long Island boy. Went to the Eagles in 1995. By the way, Dartmouth yes. is an Ivy League school. I mean, oh yeah, he's a genius. I mean, we just gloss over. That's a great school. Went to Dartmouth, it's a great school. Place. He's yeah. a very bright guy. Uh, 95 with the Eagles, 96 Minnesota, 98 I should say, 99 Jacksonville, and then in the year 2000 he went on to replace Dan Marino as the quarterback of the Miami Dolphins, and over the next four seasons went 35 hey, and 17. May I just say that I guarantee you, Dan Marino did not go to an Ivy League school. No, he went to Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> smart uh, nothing guy. against him. I didn't go either. No, smart guy, but not as smart as Jay Fiedler. Fiedler went on to uh, win 35 games in four years, two double-digit win seasons, and also is the last. Dalpin quarterback to win a playoff game. He did uh, spend the 2005 season, his final season, as a New York Jet. His childhood dream came true. He got to the Jets, and then he got hurt right away. In fact, on successive plays, the Jets lost, lost both of their starting quarterbacks, Chad Pennington and Jay Peter, yeah. to the Jacksonville Jaguars. But overall, 11-year, very good NFL career. Now he retires, and his father, God rest his soul, Kenny Fiedler. Everybody in New York loves Kenny Fiedler. He passed away a couple years ago, but he had a camp in upstate New York in Glen Spey, not far from my home in White Lake in Monticello, one of the best, if not the best, sleepaway camps in the country. And him and his brother Scott run this camp. And what's great about the camp is, Brookwood Camps, because of Jay's uh, career, his professional playing career, he's able to bring up pros from the NFL, from Major League Baseball, from the NBA, even announcers, and they spend a week with the kids like real pros, you can't get that at other like a Kenny Broker. No, come on, yeah. So he's top got shelf right here. Top shelf. If, if it's such a good camp. One year we lived in Boca, we sent Ava all the way up to Glen Spain, New York, to go to that camp with uh, with Jay and Scott. So long story short, the question is: Will Jay and Scott be open? Will Brookwood Camps hmm. be open for the kids this summer? That's a good question. Hmm. So I called Jay yesterday and I said, "How about hopping on with Bernie and I and telling us what's going on?" There's a million camps. That kids go to in New York from here to North Carolina. Will they be open? And we care most about Brookwood camps. Here he is, former NFL quarterback and a dear friend of both of ours, Jay Fiedler. Good morning, Jay. Good morning, Sid Bernie. How are you guys doing? We are very good. Thank you, Jay. So you're up in uh, Glen Spain, New York right now, about 10 miles outside of Monticello. What's uh, what's the weather like up there? Is it nice? Uh, Weather is cool, but uh, I actually came back down uh, last night uh, to Long Island, but uh, we had a beautiful weekend up at Brookwood and... uh, uh, the weather was perfect. The grounds are looking great, and uh, uh, we're, we're hoping that uh, you know this summer we'll see that uh, uh, you know life up there, and and uh, you know a number of kids running around, but uh, we're just not sure just yet. So you went up this weekend and you prepared the camp uh, to get ready to start the summer, but right now you and Scott have no idea what do you have to find out and from who to open up the camp. Well, there's a lot of information that that we're parsing, and uh, you know we're, we're conferring with uh, you know other camp uh, 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 administrators. We're, uh, we're you know in conversations with uh, our medical team and, and uh, other medical personnel. Uh, you know, but ultimately, you know, we need to know you know what our game plan is uh, in terms of you know what are the rules that we're going to be able to. Uh, you know, to, to open by if, if we are. Uh, so, you know, we were hoping, uh, you know, for more information from, uh, the federal government and CDC, but, uh, it was very general, uh, information there. And now, uh, you know, we're waiting from, you know, the state government and, uh, local health departments, uh, to issue some guidance and, and, uh, you know, what their recommendations are. And as soon as we have all the information, uh, 
you know, we'll make an educated decision. And, uh, you know, our decision is going to be based on, you know, number one, uh, you know, the health and, and well-being of, of our campers and our staff. And, uh, uh, you know, number two, the, uh, you know, basically, uh, uh, you know, what the appetite of, you know, the parents are and how much they trust, uh, you know, being able to send their kids away. Well, you, you, Jay Fiedler, you're like a lot of small business owners. I mean, the uncertainty is killing you. You don't know. I mean, they tell you one thing. Uh, they, we have to reach certain goals, flatten the curve, slow the spread, uh, the hospitalization crisis, which never occurred, really. I mean, it was tough, but it never really occurred. And you're a smart guy. I mean, uh, in this country, we trust uh, individual business owners and uh, other people, adults, to act responsibly, intelligently, to take measures to keep people safe. We put their, our trust usually in them and not in government uh, bureaucrats, which in this case it seems to be what we're doing. And so you're in, in that predicament with a lot of small business owners who may face the prospect of losing their livelihoods. I don't know if that's the case with you, but uh, it's a terrible position to be in. Well, it is. It's, it's unfortunate, and the timeline for us, uh, you know, is finite. Uh, you know, we're not like other businesses that, you know, can open in various uh, stages or, or uh, uh, you know, in various times. Uh, you know, we have a limited uh, window of when we can open. And, you know, we really, you know, we're not in a business where, you know, you could go through a, a soft opening just to see how things are working and then, you know, ramp up. Uh, you know, it, it's all or nothing. And, you know, there's a lot of, uh, uh, you know, there's still just a lot of uncertainty out there uh, that we're trying to parse through and, and make sure, uh, you know, if and when we open, that uh, it's going to be, you know, the safest environment for our kids to be. Former NFL quarterback, uh, Mr. Long Island himself, the great Jay Fiedler here on the Bernie and Sid in the morning show. Great Dolphin quarterback. Hey, uh, so, Jay, let's say this is all hypothetical, of course. You find out on June 15th between the governor and the CDC, they give you your guidelines, you can open up. Are you ready at that point to open the camp in two weeks, three weeks, four weeks? How many, how many weeks out when you get what you need to know can you actually have kids up at that camp? Well, I mean, we're, we're expecting to get information uh, by the end of this month. Uh, and, you know, we, we expect to make our final decision on, uh, you know, what will happen by the first week of June. Can I ask you an honest question, though, because they never brought this up last night? Make yep. your decision. Even if the governor allows you to open camp, even if the CDC provides you the right guidelines and you clean it every day and you're testing, doing all the right things, isn't there in the back of you and Scott's mind this, this horrible fear that if one of these kids get this, you could be looking at a huge lawsuit? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, you know, it, I mean, a lawsuit is not, uh, you know, the first thing on our mind. It's, uh, you know, the protection of our kids. And, and you know, we want to make sure that, uh, uh, you know, whatever happens, uh, you know, we're able to, you know, take every information that's out there and, and you know, mitigate every risk that, uh, that we can to ensure. And, you know, there are certain advantages that, that camps have in, in, in mitigating risks, but there's also, you know, certain disadvantages of, uh, you know, of the way that this virus, uh, um, you know, gets spread and, and gets spread with, uh, you know, people that are asymptomatic. Uh, so, you know, we're looking through, you know, every, every uh, you know, uh, way that we could operate camp, uh, whether it's, you know, with testing beforehand, uh, you know, and, and trusting the, the testing that, uh, that we could do, uh, you know, all the operational uh, mitigation factors that, uh, that go into it, 
you know, creating a bubble that, uh, you know, keeps anyone, uh, from the outside from, from entering camp and, uh, and bringing in anything that, uh, could spread. Um, you know, and then, uh, uh, you know, just making our decision, uh, you know, based on all those factors, whether we think that, uh, uh, you know, it's possible that we can make this happen. Yeah, not to make this political, Jay Fiedler, but that is why uh, a lot of the Republican legislature le- legislators they want to uh, pr- they want to pass legislation that indemnifies companies and businesses and, and and camps like yours from lawsuits just like that, so we can get this reopening going because that is a real uh, true danger, uh, Jay. But uh, look, uh, it, it, what what if you don't open? I mean. Uh, I did bring this up before. Is is it, there a chance that your camp closes permanently if you don't reopen? No, we're 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 on solid ground. Uh, uh, you know, to to get through this year, if if we do have to close and and be ready to open for next year, uh, you know, we have Good. a great relationship with our with our uh, local bank that uh, is behind us, and uh, uh, you know, we're a hundred percent confident that uh, uh, you know if. For, for whatever reason, we do have to close uh, this summer and not operate. Uh, you know, we'll be good to go for next year. Good. Now, one of the things you guys do so well is you may bring in, you know, Dolphin teammate uh, Chris Chambers, terrific wide receiver. You may bring in former Brave pitching coach Leo Mazzoni. You may bring me in to talk to the kids in the in the broadcasting camp, you know, or Tim Capstro to talk about the Brooklyn Nets. You always bring up these uh, very influential sports people and, and real athletes to hang with the kids. Now, that would be something, I guess, you'd also have to kind of – change around maybe not even do if you open camp even this summer yeah i mean no matter what happens uh, you know camp will be different this summer uh you know the operations will be different the way that uh, uh you know there won't be any intercamp games uh with with other camps you know and a lot of the wow. things that uh you know that our kids really love doing uh um you know no matter what happens uh you know camp will be different uh uh and you know, but uh, if we open, we're going to make sure that we make it as fun and, uh, and entertaining as possible, uh, you know, for our kids and make sure, of course, that uh, it's in a safe environment. All right, last one. I got to get this because this will get on all the radio stations down in South Florida. Again, you're the last Dolphin quarterback to win a playoff game. Pennington lost one and Moore lost one since. It's been a long time, and you uh, you won two-thirds of your games as a starting quarterback for the Dolphins, but they're still talking about finding that next guy since you and Marino, and they did draft this kid, Tua, who had an unbelievable two years for Nick Saban at Alabama, uh, and he's been hurt. He's been hurt a lot, but Dolphin fans are very excited. Will Tua out of Alabama be the savior at quarterback for the Miami Dolphins? Well, I certainly hope so. I, th- I think he's you know he's definitely got the talent and he's got the ability uh, to do so. And you know there are two factors. You know, number one, uh, uh, he's obviously got to stay healthy, and uh, you know that's the the, the the big overhanging question mark. Uh, you know, behind him and, and, uh, you know, the reason why, uh, Miami actually was able to get them at number five in the draft, get, get uh, to a number five in the draft, uh, you know, rather than everyone projecting him as, as being, you know, the top one or two picks, uh, before the season. So, uh, you know, the talent is, is definitely there. The, uh, the, the, the leadership ability, uh, is definitely there. The, the, the field generalship, uh, is there and, you know, if he could stay healthy and Miami continues to, to build around him. And, you know, one of the things I really liked about that draft was, uh, you know, how invested they were in the offensive line and, and in protecting uh, their investment in Tua. 
Well, listen, Jay Fiedler, the pride of Oceanside, New York, yes. and, and also a distant relative of the great conductor Arthur Fiedler. Did you know that? Well, <laughs> no, it just, it, just, it just came out of me uh, accidentally. Uh, listen, Jay, listen, you're great. We wish you all the luck, and uh, we thank you for what you do and appreciate you appearing on the Bernie and Sid Show. Guys, it's always a pleasure being with you. Uh, you too. Give uh, our regards to Scott and your beautiful wife, Molly. Okay, pal? Absolutely. Same to your family, Sid. And uh, you guys have a great day. You too. The great Jay Fiedler, ladies and gentlemen, here on the Bernie and Sid Show. Camp, camp in upstate New York this summer.